Thanks to Babbel for supporting my show. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it perfect way to really learn a new language on the go. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash Lori. When I was growing up, I felt like I didn't fit in. And I was like an oddball. And like, I was like, I, I want to live in Paris. I want to do runway. Like, I want to have pink hair. So I wrote myself in my journal that I wasn't the black sheep. I was the gold sheep because I was more sparkly. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. If you have not subscribe to my daily text, you guys. I would love to be texting you all of the inspiration, all of my manifesting affirmations, all of my just, I don't know. It's like, if you were my friend, you were, if you were my bestie, I would literally be sending you these pep talks. So if you want my mini pep talks every day, which I think you would love, you can always send back, stop if you hate them. Totally fine. I won't take it personal, maybe a little. Just text me the word daily to 310-496-8363. I would love to get you on that text list and be talking to you every single day, Monday through Friday, and just trying to just give you a little bit of extra sunshine. You guys, speaking of sunshine, on the podcast today is my friend, Carrie Wilson. And if you've ever been kind of, I don't know, maybe in the workout scene, gone to soul cycle classes, scrolled for new workout clothes on different sites, you've probably seen some of her stuff. And I can tell you that the second I laid my eyes on gold sheep clothing, I was like, I need all of these leggings. I have probably owned, this is embarrassing and also very true, I probably have anywhere from 50 to 70 pairs of her leggings throughout these last five to seven years. I am obsessed with unique wild leggings. I think I wore a different pair of leggings to SoulCycle every day for a year. I know, very, very guilty pleasure, but this is why I'm so excited to have this woman on the show. And She had always gifted me with different leggings as well and was always reaching out on either Instagram posts or emails. And then randomly, we actually got to meet in an event. And I was so over the moon, pleasantly surprised by just how incredible this woman's heart is and just how creative and her heart of service and who she is in the world and as a person and how she views branding and where this brand came from. And she talks a lot in this podcast about never feeling like she fit in where she grew up, which was in Newport Beach, California, because everything felt so picture perfect. And she really identified as the black sheep, but she didn't want to call it the black sheep. There was nothing wrong with it. So she ended up calling it gold sheep. And this is really where the identity of the brand was created. So today, gold sheep has grown from her tiny apartment into an amazing warehouse in Orange County, California, where she proudly manufactures each piece as you order it. She has an incredible team and everyone has the same goal. And that is to keep gold sheep brand and spirit alive. Each piece is inspired by pop culture, life, photography, art, and it tells its own story. 
when you place an order, actual people are in her warehouse doing a happy little dance and starting to make your clothing. So you guys definitely go check it out, but I think you're going to love this podcast. She is so real, so open, so raw. And I think this is only the second time she's ever really spoke in front of people. And I think it's just so eye-opening and inspiring that we think we have it all figured out or that everybody just feels so confident. And that is absolutely not the truth. So she wants to show that if she can do it, anyone can do it. Let's get started. Carrie, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. You guys, this is like a little bit of a girlfriend drop-in for me. I feel like I've been wanting to connect with you for a while. Carrie and I, I feel like we go way back, but we've just like been on each other's journey throughout, sending each other little messages here and there, and then sometimes seeing each other in different places. But you're omnipresent for me. And I have to tell you a funny story about this morning, Carrie. Okay. I come back to Arizona. I haven't been here for like four months and I haven't done a cycle class and I don't even know how long. And I go in my drawer and I don't have like any clothes here right now or workout clothes because I just moved them to a different house. And I have a bunch of your leggings and I'm like, oh my God, thank God. And I put on these cute emerald green leggings and put them on. And I go to this class that I don't usually go to very often. And the girl from the podium says, are those gold sheep leggings? I'm obsessed. I love gold sheep. And she's literally like screaming to the whole class how much she loves gold sheep. And I'm sitting here like, this is so funny that on the day I'm interviewing you, this girl is like raging about these leggings and spotted them from stage. So I'm really excited. And if you guys don't know, you just listened to the bio, but Carrie Wilson of Gold Sheep is on. And I can tell you that probably every soul cycle instructor in Los Angeles has been wearing gold sheep since I can remember. And I'm always like, what are they wearing? I'm obsessed. And now you're a regular staple in most workout girls' lives. What does that freaking feel like? Oh, it's so cool. And I actually love that you bring up the soul cycle thing because actually last week I was asked to speak for the first time. You didn't know this. You asked me to speak and I started spiraling. Like I can't speak. I can't speak. (laughs) So Basically about a year ago, I liked one of your things and you asked me to speak and I knew you would. And you asked me to speak. I'm like, oh no, no, I can't do that. But that was really nice. (laughs) And so I got asked to speak again. I'm like, okay, maybe like I should, maybe God wants me to practice. And so I did for the first time last week on a stage and I like burst out crying, (laughs) but the ladies were so nice and welcoming. And the reason why I bring that up is I talked about soul cycle. I actually lived in New York City before I started Gold Sheep and I was working for a designer and I was working the front desk of Soul Cycle. And I didn't know that. Yeah, I was a front desk girl and it was the original people. And so yeah. I remember being like, well, when I had my idea to do it, it was because I'd walk to work every day mm-hmm. and see everybody wearing, and this was like 10 years ago. So like they didn't have fun pants then everybody was wearing black leggings. And then I would look and see all the cool street art and the artists. Yeah. I was like, I wish I could take that art and put it on the legs. And I like started to think about it and I started taking photographs Mm. and I went to the place where you transfer the photo on the canvas. Yep. But I transferred on fabric and I made a legging and then I started, they were really janky. And I was like, I'm going (laughs) to make leggings. But in my mind is because I was going to soul cycle and I was, obs- 
obsessed with them. And I was like, oh my God, this is a whole new world. Mm-hmm. Like I want to work here 24 hours a day. I love the energy. And I remember saying to the owners, like, I'm going to make all your leggings one day. And I'm going to, I want to make leggings for a soul cycle. And I shared about that last week on the stage and I ended up doing it from the front desk and like with no money. I was asked on the panel last week, what was my biggest accomplishment? And I think I've done a lot of stuff, but that one like was the most meaningful to me. Yeah. You know, like you don't have a dollar, but you have this idea, like how can I actually do that? And oh I- my God. I What I love so much about this, Carrie, is that you were in something already that a lot of people would be like, okay, well, I want to start a business. But what you did is you seized the opportunity you were in for the future business that you wanted. And you took that opportunity and you, and you ran with it, which is insanely amazing. You saw the opportunity of these people are walking billboards for what I want to do. You're already kind of like in that scene and in that arena. So people are more likely to want to do that favor for you or gifting. How did that work? I think that would be my first question is when you were like, okay, I can see this as a great way to get my company out there. Were you like, okay, I want these girls to buy them or did you gift them? Were you like, I'm going to make sure that you're always like, you know, covered in gold sheep? What was that idea? Well, after I had the idea and I had made a lot of contacts, I was like, there's no way, because I had done production in LA. So I was like, there's no way I can afford what my idea is in New York City, like, and like live. (laughs) So (laughs) I, I moved back home and I went to work for, they printed like cereal boxes and boxes and stuff. And I went to work there basically for free so I could like play with the machines and figure out how to be a printer. When I was making my samples, I just started giving them to people. And I was like, here, can you take it? Can you take it? And by the way, when I say this, it wasn't like, I'm like, oh, I moved back home and then I sent one out and boom, it was not like that at all. This was like, this has been, and anyone who's watched my journey, it's been hell. It's been a lot of work. Like I didn't sleep, you know, I, this is all I focus on. I actually didn't like go and get married or have kids. Like all I did was make my leggings where my friends were like, okay, Carrie, like this is crazy. But I, I pushed so many doors and buttons. And actually when I first made them, I let some people in that, that I don't even like to go there. Cause I don't like to put bad juju, but I kind of like, we're like, this is a cool thing and kind of ran with it. And so I changed the name and I did it again. And actually I do want to bring up the name gold sheep because I was like, I want this to have a good meaning. And the gold sheep Mm. was when I was growing up, I felt like I didn't fit in Mm. and I was like an oddball. And like, I was like, I, I want to live in Paris. I want to do runway. Like I want to have pink hair. So I wrote myself in my journal that I wasn't the black sheep. I was the gold sheep because I more sparkly. So Mm -hmm. when I went into that part of it and I was doing this all by myself and all of a sudden I was like thinking, this is like about people that feel different, you know? So I made this really crazy loud lemon legging. I gave it to a yoga instructor. She walked into core power and the buyer, who's now a good friend of mine, walked in with the owner at the same time. Wow. And they called me and said, do you have a legitimate business? I was like, yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. No, I was for sure it should be on the printing press. Oh, it was, it was so ghetto. I was hand sewing them. They didn't have a waistband. It was like so janky. And I remember she called me, I think it was Christine called me and she was like, are you sure? Like, could you supply to every core power? I'm like, absolutely. I could do it. (laughs) Yeah. And I did, I did do it. And then that from there, and this is such a God nod for me. That's what I call it. When like something just like easily works. I delivered to Core Power Hollywood and Kaylee Cuoco walked in. Do you remember all that stuff with Kaylee? I don't. She walked, I only say that because she got on the cover of like Us Weekly and everything with it. Yes. You remember? She walked in and was like, who did these leggings? And I, it's kind of like blurry how it happened. But I think at the time I had one intern and they're like, one of your friends just emailed, they want to help you be an ambassador. And it was her. And I'm like, uh, are you kidding me? And she is like the kindest, nicest person. She had me come meet her up at her house. Oh. And she did a photo shoot for me. And that was one of the things that just made it go crazy. But other than that with celebrities, what I would do is think about what they would like. Mm. Even Kaylee, I made her um, rescue dogs. Like we did a rescue animal line. So Mm. my theory with no money is, okay, what would make this person really excited to like put my stuff on? And then I would give them that and then be like, oh, by the way, here's like my summer line. So that's what started like my PR and it started to trickle and go out. I love that because you really, from the beginning, had such an abundance mindset about like, okay, if this just gets in the right, like if I can just keep getting this into the hands of people who really love it and, you know, getting it out there that it's going to take hold and truly... I think your company is like one of the most grassroots companies I can think of just from seeing like how many it's getting it on people who people are in front of. Mm -hmm. So that is so huge. Like, okay, who is somebody who could be like an influencer or an ambassador for this? Who's always in front of my target audience. Whenever I would see an instructor, I'm like, this woman is so genius. SoulCycle was a, without hands down, I sent it to all the SoulCycle people because I was like, well, here's how I got them to remember me. I never brought this up. And if any of them are listening to this, they're going to be like, oh my God, I forgot she did that. <laughs> when I was the little front desk girl, I don't know if you'll remember this or I don't even know if they still have it, but they had silver bags. Did oh they have- yeah. Okay, so they had their original silver bags. I think I took from them like, I don't even know, like maybe a couple hundred and I cut them up for the Christmas party and I made myself a soul cycle, like, but please. Oh, and made a giant dress. And then I made lights. So I lit up. Oh my God. And I like, I do really good one-on-one, like really good. But like, I don't like to be that. Like I'm walking into a party by myself lit up as a soul cycle bag, (laughs) but, but I did it. And like, I'll never forget that. And I just, I think I started to make more friends there and everyone's like, Oh my God, Carrie, the girl that made the soul cycle bag dress. So I just started sending it to all those people. And they were so nice. Like everybody was so nice to me. Oh, I love that so much. When did you know that you were really onto something? Like, I know that you got the gut hit, like these leggings could be something really cool. And when did you know, like, okay, this really is a real thing? Because in the beginning, it was probably like, I don't know. I hope so. I think I want to, you know, I think this feeling is accurate. You know, if, if we go all the way back, 
I know when something is a real thing, not because of other people, because of God, it, mm. it hits me in, in a way that I can't describe. Like, it's almost like I'm going to throw up because it hits me so hard. And I go, oh God. And that still happens. Like if I'm paying attention, I'll go, oh my God, that's a strong like mm. feeling I have. And I remember when I had this idea to make the leggings, I was in New York and I was watching Supreme do limited runs. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Limited drops just like Supreme because there's 4,000 people waiting down the street to buy those that stuff. And I think I knew it in my gut there, but I hadn't proven my point. I remember coming home and I had been silent because I'm like working in my bedroom, making all these leggings. So my parents were like, do you have something wrong? Like, are you on drugs? And I'm like, no, I had this idea. And I went into my think tank. I remember like my dad was like, are you okay? You haven't talked to anybody in months. And I'm like, I was sewing like a crazy person. I had this (laughs) idea. And then I came back and some people were like, that's like burning man stuff. That's like really out there. And I was like, well, cool. Like, I think it's going to do great. And my theory was this, I like the funky stuff and I know that there's a lot of us. And so I'm like, I don't have to make every piece at the time. I don't need to make every piece be lemons crazy, but like, okay, for example, I did the, um, this was a good way for me to know. I did the pineapple pant and that thing, remember that? That thing yep. just went viral. And my my photos were like me with my dog taking a picture. And then they would just be like everywhere. And I think the pineapple pant got on Bahati, then got on Good, Good Morning America. I think that was the morning I was like, I just took a picture, then Bahati got it. And then, you know what I mean? And it was yep. like, every time somebody got my product, there was so much, I guess, hype behind it. And it was so easy. I'm telling you, you were like, honestly, because I working out was my life. It still is a huge part of my life. But there was something like such a treat about it's such a workout person's like way of treating themselves is like these cute workout clothes. And it was the thing that every morning I'd go to my drawer and it was always fun to pick out like a new crazy pant. Like I literally had two drawers of rolled up like your leggings. And I, I was known, I was like crazy pant girl. And it was because I got to express myself through your vision. And that's what I want people to hear is like, your dream impacted my life so much, meaning like I wore it every day. Like that was something I literally stepped out into the world into and I still do. And I just think it's so cool to watch the ripple effect of a dream, someone's dream impacting your life. So like, I'm so glad that you went for it. And just the evolution has been so much fun to watch because in the beginning there was leggings and now you have sports bras and jackets and swimwear and kids lines, all of the things. So I kind of want to know what that expansion was like. Like, I know that you have had, you know, crazy experiences during the holidays. I know that you were impacted just like everyone else during the pandemic. I want to hear about that journey, what the growth journey has been like for you. I honestly think that's, well, one of the hardest things. The other would be managing people. Yeah. (laughs) I think managing people is probably the hardest thing. That's been really hard for me. But the growth thing, I learned and was able to remove myself from my own body during COVID. And I'll explain that. But like just growing before COVID, the thing that I never did is I built my own systems out of Carrie's brain. Mm -hmm. So I would just look at a problem and try to fix it. But I know exactly what box I should be in. And it's not that box, you know? So what I think the problem was, is that 
Carrie in her bedroom sewing the leggings got to a point where I'm like, okay, I can't even make these as fast because I, I don't think I've brought this up, which is the coolest part of the brand, but also the hardest part of the brand is I'm adamant about, but I'm having to think this through now. That's the thing. I am. I have been out about adamant about being American made and in-house and boutique. And so I can control it the whole time. So I don't think people understand that like I've never got sent to China or anywhere. Wow. I have been making it from the beginning in my bedroom to I still make it. And I think one of the messages that's not portrayed enough is we're, we are still doing it. I am still making it. So when Mary's like, this is delayed, I'm like, Mary, I love you. I love your support. But I want you to know like Carmen is in there right now sewing it as best as she can. Yeah. And I think, but that only gets you so far. It does. Mm -hmm. I'm at a pivot point right now, a very strong pivot point. And because I just had a huge move with my building and my pivot point is, do I want to redo the production facility I had going, which it got really big? Or do I want to do baby boutique niche product development via designer, have a dope team with me. And then like the back end is done down the street because it has been what's killed me. It's what I'm most proud of that we have done it this way, but it's also what's given me the most anxiety, the most stress, the most problems. And I remember I was able to meet with a lawyer from American Apparel. And she's like, do you know why nobody does what you do? And I was like, no, why? Like, they didn't think of it. She's like, no, because they're not this crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. But the thing is, my issue is I developed it a way that other people don't. So like, I have to basically implement my way in somebody else's facility. You know what I mean? Okay, so are you saying you're finding that the company's kind of getting bottlenecked, yeah. but it's it's like really messing with your core value of, of the way that you want to yeah. do it. So you're yeah. conflicted. Yes, I had a big shift, like out of body shift where I'm like, stop spinning and I need to start listening to God again. I mean, he's always there, but like, am yeah. I listening? And yeah. when I went to that women's retreat, it was a Christian women's retreat and he was loud everywhere. Like every woman I talked to was like really making points that I'm like, I'm not listening. I'm not listening because I'm over here in my warehouse. I'm in it right now. And next door is my facility. And I'm like, why is this machine broken? Like one after the next. And I'm in there trying to fix it. I'm like, oh, is he burning it down on purpose? <laughs> like, I just got chills. Yeah. I, yeah. We'll like chat later. The, the amount, I had to look it up this morning, what fire meant in the Bible again. Cause I was like, why have I had three fires with machines? And they're not literally like on flames. They just burnt down, like burnt out, you know, and they're like not repairable. And then I had a, a fire in my server. So it's like one after the next. And it was like rebirth and God is present. Mm. And I really liked that. You know, I was like, okay, like he's just like, when I don't get it one time, I'm seeing it again <laughs> and I'm seeing it again. So what I think I'm going to do is small production in here because for me, when I'm thinking about you, I want to be able to go next door and be like, okay, I want to make something special for Lori. And what happens with that something special is it, it creates a whole other line. So mm -hmm. I have to keep that in here. It's a non-negotiable. I don't care. Like, I want to always do that. As far as wholesale and online, I have made a lot of good contacts from doing this for 10 years. Like, 
by myself. Yeah. And I have somebody in my mind that I've been talking to that I think I need to do a plug in and be like, I'm going to remove myself from this mm-hmm. because of the stress that it causes me, to be mm-hmm. honest. I've been traveling so much this year and a couple of those times were out of the country. And every time I go, I'm always reminded about how much I regret not learning a foreign language. But the good news for me and probably you too is that it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off of your list. And I know what you're probably thinking, like how in the heck am I supposed to incorporate this into my already busy schedule? Do I even need to do this? Well, with Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. So you can start having real life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. And that is it. Like how productive will you feel? With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages which is including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. I'm currently trying the Italian lessons because we've gone there twice this year and I always want to be able to at least say the basics, you guys. So in addition, it comes with a 20 day money back guarantee. If you're passionate about traveling out of the country, there's no better return on your investment than learning the native language of your favorite place. You earn a level of respect from the locals when you try to communicate in their language. Plus, you could probably get yourself out of some sticky situations if you needed to. Hopefully you don't. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash Lori. That's babbel.com slash Lori for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. I love this honest conversation because I think there's so many people who are in that place of shit's burning down. Things are not working literally or figuratively. And, you know, this is a great question because Carrie, I get asked this all the time, like, when do you know when you should pivot and when it's just the story of this was the really hard part that you have to get through? And I think that you have already been through parts that are very hard. So you can differentiate between like, no, I've been on this journey. This is a different experience. Is there ways to differentiate that for anyone listening? I didn't go back to the COVID thing. So what I'm talking about is you ever sit in your life and you actually stop and like watch it. You know what that feeling where you're like, yeah, and I'm out of body and I'm watching it and you kind of see your future. And oh. this is like, a, I was like looking like, oh, God wants me to see how big I can get this. Mm. What, what ended up happening for me during COVID is when I told you before, when I'm listening and I'm present and I'm in the right path, for me, things are very loud. And I remember a month before we were shut down, I was like, the calling was so loud that I needed to flip my company because I manufacture in a house. I have all these people. And for me, they're my family. And I was losing my mind. I'm like, I am going to lose my company. So I called my lawyer and was like, hey, I'm going to change my website. I'm going to manufacture masks. And she's like, you can't do that. I mean, this is like way before the other people did it. Yeah. And I knew a girl that I worked out with the gym. I asked her what she wears, how I can do this better. And together I made an N95 mask cover that perfectly fit over that for the nurses at the hospital. Mm. And I made a normal mask for people to buy it. And then I shipped a huge free boxes of 250 masks 
to the hospital and this thing, and then eventually you could buy that for the hospital. But anyway, my point is it was like out of control. And in the middle, I had so many people working for me during COVID, like nurses, firemen. Like, I think we had 200 volunteers. Wow. Yeah. But what it allowed me to see is I have, this is not about the COVID or the mask. I had the ability to see something and I had the ability to blow it up, but there was no skews. I could not pack them. I was like, oh my God, this is out of control. And I remember thinking, I don't know if I can be the crazy Lululemon <laughs> like in here. You know, yeah. I would say I should be the loud Lulu. And, but then I'm like, do I want that A to be that bay? And B, I can't physically do that. Mm. You know, so it made me look at when I got back to that point, which is holiday time is mm-hmm. why we're talking. I don't know if I want to have, you know, do I want to keep building the biggest warehouse ever? Is that my dream? Like, I don't think that's my dream. Oh man, this is such a good point because so many people find themselves in a place where if we're one of the quote unquote lucky ones, that all of a sudden our business blew up, right? Like I'm having these conversations lately, like your business blows up or you get the opportunity or you can see it. We forget to actually forecast down the road of what, we, the human, will be functioning like within that scenario. Yeah, And it's like a question of, do you want this? And if not, what do you want? So Carrie, I know like, you know, you don't don't need to share the vision right now, but what is the type of day-to-day life that you want? What zone of genius will you be working in in this future picture of what you desire? I think, to be honest, like everything changed when I had Carter. Yeah. Everything. So you just let everyone know. Got a baby. Yeah. And a baby girl. And she was a bit hard. She was an angel baby. Very traumatic for me. After having Carter and looking at her, I want to have a really cool brand with a meaning that I started from. And I want it to be about the gold sheep again. Like, I almost think I'm at a big pivot point. I don't have anybody that was in my team before, not one Mm -hmm. person. So my new vision is I was kind of forced into this new space that's super cool. It's very different than my other. It's, you know, I lived in New York and I lived in downtown LA. It's like a huge loft because I didn't have much time to move out of my other space. And I found this quickly and it, it just worked really quick. And I'm like, okay, we're, we're moving, we're going. Yeah. It's way smaller but it's rad. It's like very, very artsy feelings. Mm-hmm. And then I remember when I started this, I never said, I want a Nike size factory, you know, with 5,000 sewing machines. I said, I want a rad art space. That's like kind of like Andy Warhol. And I want it to be a think tank. And I, I want to work with other artists and pull out their light and then transfer it. Mm-hmm. That would be like my dream. That was one dream. And the other part of the beginning process was I wanted to travel or have some way to travel to meet kids in other countries that needed Mm -hmm. help. And I wanted them to do paintings for me so I could transfer the paintings. Mm -hmm. And I actually shared that at the women's conference and a lady, I now like love her. That's what she does. She does schools all over the world. And so I'm getting to do that right now. I just, we need to pause there because that also shows, it sounds like you've had a really transformational experience at this retreat. And, you know, it's funny because you probably got what you're saying, like you probably got a little knock on your soul. Like I should probably go to this. Was there resistance around going? 
are you kidding? <laughs> I, the girl, Brooke, who's watching, she'll be like, are you kidding? She texted me and I love her now. I didn't really know her that well. She texted me every single day. Hey, Carrie, it's this Brooke. And I'm like, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. But the more I said, I'm not going, the more she called me. And Brooke then, who? Um, Thomas, you know her from. Yeah. Louisiana. I'm like, are you talking about Brooke Thomas? Yeah. From Louisiana. Amazing. Oh my yeah, God. She yes. Is. Okay. And she goes, will you, I remember the night before, well, it had gone too far. I couldn't get out. And I was like, I got to get out. I got to get out of this. And then I was thinking, well, you're so worried about talking to Lori. This will be good practice. This is mm. great practice. And what was the coolest part about this for me is I didn't like, I didn't sleep last night to talk to you. I didn't sleep. <laughs> I didn't sleep for her all night. And she texted me at four in the morning. Can we talk? And I was like, absolutely. I'm on the ground. I think I'm going to throw up. I can't, I like, this isn't going to happen today. And she's like, no, I'm going to call you. And she said, the other side of fear is the light. Like mm-hmm. this is the dark. And the other side is the light. I'm going to walk you on the stage. I'm going to hold you. And she totally did. And when I got up on the stage and I was sharing my stuff, I started crying and she's like, are you okay? And like the whole room was watching. I'm like, yes, but you know what God wanted? He wanted me to hear what I've done by myself from the beginning and hear it out loud. Mm. And I just started bawling at the stuff that I forgot I had done because like now I'm kind of like starting a new thing. Yeah. So that was like really powerful for me. Yeah. It's such a good reminder. And I I honestly love that you're even just sharing like, oh my God, I was nervous. And oh my God, I was throwing up and I didn't think I could do it. Like this is so important for women to hear because they skip over the part and look at, you know, we look at the shiny people who are already there. And quite honestly, they don't share it all the time anymore because they've like gotten over it and passed it and healed it and, you know, moved forward. And it's, they don't have to share it all the time. But I think that the... The moment that you are in right now, Carrie, is one of the most powerful moments that you'll have. So the more that you can speak during this moment, I think a lot of, a big part of your impact can be made right now when you're actually in the fire. And I think a lot of people wait to speak until they're out. And it's oh, just, like that. oh, it's so relatable when you're in the fire because it's like turning to your neighbor and being like, holy shit, this is crazy, but we're doing it. Like, yeah. And there's a lot to be said for that. So I love that you are being spoken to, to like go and get on, you know, these different things. It right was now. causing me, to be honest, it was causing me more anxiety from hi- to hide from people like you and Brooke than to speak because people were tracking me down. You've been playing it so like, let's get out. And I, I mean, I've always listened to your stuff always. And I like, I hear your voice talking to me, which is funny. Like you're (laughs) not going to fully be your true self unless you step into your full self. Like Mm. I can hear it and I can see it. Like I'm playing it small by hiding my warehouse and paying in the corner. Like, do you know how many times I got nominated for stuff? And I said, no, I'm sorry. I can't go. I'm sick. Oh my gosh. Because I didn't want to get in my team. I hope they listen to this. My team, Taylor, would be like, Carrie, you're going, you're going. And I'd be like, no, you don't understand. I can't go because I don't, I couldn't like stop into the space of it, like getting even an award. Wow. Really bad. I was causing myself more anxiety by hiding from people. Then when Brooke told me, the the second you talk, it's going to all go away. And I'm like, no, she's lying. Like, this is not true. And when I talked, I said, I am going to cry though. And she's like, you know what? Do it. And I did. I did like, like, Uh-huh. But then the entire room was so incredible 
And each woman, I, I truly believe that I talked to each woman that was in that room. I think there was 200. Each one came up and said, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe how amazing your story is. Can I talk to you? So the the gifts of putting yourself out there yeah. are like exponential to hiding. Yeah. So I know that you were so nervous before you even, before you got on here, because this is still so new for you. Like you yeah. just started doing this. Uh-huh. I want people to hear even just how you feel right now in this moment. Like how will you feel when you get off of this podcast? Oh my God. I feel, I feel so amazing. Like so much better. I've been hiding from you for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> leggings and like we've been talking and I'm like but I've been scared of amazing I knew you I had a feeling in my gut when I reached out you're gonna be like hey what are you doing Carrie let's pull you up here and I like (laughs) didn't want to go up there so I just be like okay I'm gonna stand in the corner and I'm just gonna hide but like I feel so strongly that God has a new chapter where I'm not allowed to hide anymore that's what I think that's good I really I know that's what it is and I like gold sheep of like I I made like a full new like script for and what I feel and the smallest part is the fun trendy prints. The -hmm. other part is like my spirit giving back and making sure people feel like and know the message of what a gold sheep is, which is feeling like me or feeling weird or feeling not like you don't fit in. I love my husband because he's like, you feel like the biggest outsider. You want your hair pink. You wear these, I wear this or money tracksuit every day. And he's like, but then- I'm sorry, Carrie, you put like the little like trendy models on your page. And I'm like, I love it. I love that he's calling me out because he's right. Like, I don't feel like a two pound trendy model. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, and I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying he was like, you need to go back to your story, which is like, what makes me a gold sheep? And like, tell the people's story, everybody's story, Mm. why they feel that way. Mm. Oh man, what what do you want? people to know right now? Like what is something that you're marinating over in your life that is like coming together so clearly or a message that's so clear that you're like figuring out like, oh God, this is amazing that I'm finally figuring this out. I think I have been the person for so long that is go, 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 go and run, 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 run. And like I'm waking up before. And even if I still wake up before, it's not like this. And I... I was doing Soul Cycle so much in New York. I was doing it twice a day that the owners were like, okay, it's like, take a time out. You know? <laughs> so like I run on adrenals and I'm like, I gotta be, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. And I'm learning, I can't hear the messages when I'm moving so fast. Wow. And so after Carter, I knew I, knew I had to reset. I knew I would have lost my team. I already knew. And I was gonna come back and I was not gonna get time off. And Carter was gonna have to come in and be here with me. And I was going to have to figure it out. And that's where we're at. I'm not all by myself. I'm just saying I had a very big like team with me, but I had such a hard year that a lot of people, it was, you know, I didn't think it wasn't their journey. Like it was mine, but I think right now it's not ignoring the little, I call them God nods Mm -hmm. or the messages that are so clear and old Carrie. And I still do this. It's not like I'm like, Oh, I'm like reborn and I'm perfect. But I wouldn't listen. Mm. You know, I ask him every night and I pray or I write in my journal, hey, can you give me a sign? Like, I don't see him. And where are they? Right. And then, oh, this is a great one. So just for speaking with you last night, 
I didn't sleep all night. I went on the speaker's page and I started listening to all the people that she's interviewed, Elise. So right thing in the morning, first thing in the morning, she's like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? You didn't sleep. You're like, obviously nervous. And then I'm like, I'm just going to go for a run. And then I run on the beach with Carter. I I'm blind. I can't see anything. And a guy is screaming, Carrie, Carrie. I'm like, oh, hi. Like, I have no idea who you are. And then I put my glasses on. I'm like, oh, Nima. And he's like, that's the weirdest thing ever. I live in like St. Clemente. I forgot what he said, but it was not here. And he's like, and I went to the wrong dentist appointment this morning and I was so mad. And he's like, and then I just saw you and I knew why. And he, yeah, is that weird? And I'm like, oh my God, you think like me. And I even know that. And we we at the same high school together. And he goes, how are you doing? And I said, I'm struggling a little bit. It's hard. Like postpartum is hard. Having a baby is hard. Running a business is really hard. And he said, do you know how many times that I've failed? Or gone bankrupt with my business. Oh. And he said, guess what you got? Your daughter. You could start over tomorrow. And I was like, wait, what, what, what? Because I didn't, I grew up with Nima. I've never heard him be like a spiritual advisor. Yeah. The point being is I had just prayed for the God nod. I just walked right into two. And if I hadn't have been like taking my daughter down to the beach and I've been at soul cycle is my point of the story. Mm-hmm. And going like, I got to do my things and I don't have time for this. And I slowly like was listening and looking for what he was going to give me. It was so blunt. Like a guy pulls up, Carrie, I want to tell you about my journey. I'm like, really? And then he gave me a hug and he said, what are you going to do differently this time? And that's why I told you that. Oh my God. And I said, you know what? Chris, my husband just reminded me this. This is my time to flip it to what it's really about and not losing the control of like, I just want a big brand. And he said, what does it gold chief even mean? And I told him the truth. He goes, how come I've known about your brand forever? And I didn't know that. Like that needs to be told. So Mm -hmm. that's just like what I'm learning now is that like, if I ask him, I need to be open. I need to be like still, and I need to like look for the answers. Oh, This is so good, Carrie. I'm so grateful for you. You have given us so much gold, no pun intended, (laughs) pun intended. But is there anything that you want to leave anyone with? Any any last words that are on your heart? I am really looking for meaningful collaborations, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. Like Mm -hmm. things that ignite my spirit. Like I, you can see behind me, like that's Christmas. I love it. It makes me happy, but like it doesn't make my soul burn to make pink and green checkers. You know, like I like the bigger meaning. I like the Mm -hmm. give back. I like the stuff that changes people's lives, to be honest, where I'm like, oh my God, this is why I'm doing it. And this is why God is using me. And Mm -hmm. this is why God is keeping going because this provides for other people. I actually would not be devastated if it flipped to that because I feel like that has more behind it. I think there's an evolution to everything. And I think that you know, every single step that you have taken has been for the last moment and now this moment. And then there's going to be future moments where you'll flip it again because you're growing as a human and you're tuning in more. And and that's what this whole, whole freaking crazy journey is. I think entrepreneurship is the most spiritual journey of your life, probably along with motherhood. I can only imagine. But yeah, you are so incredible. I know that you do have your Christmas line coming out, which you guys got to go check it out, which is so much fun. What date is that dropping? Next Friday. Next Friday, you guys, which I'll put that in the show notes so that when this drops, you guys can go and check that out. And also, I'm just so incredibly excited to watch what's next. 
because you are so, I feel like you are just so getting in alignment with the next vision and chapter of your life. And I think it's going to be even bigger and better than you could ever imagine. And I can't wait to be on that ride. I can't, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to well, watch you're it. you're like my number one supporter. You found me in the very beginning. You were like, Carrie, and you've been <laughs> so nice. Like you always are cheering for me and you, you're so massive and talking to, that's why I was like, I can't talk to Lori. She's like, friends with like Tony Robbins. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's so intimidating. Like you, you've just done such a good job. You really, uh, well, thank you so much. And I don't think you realize that people look at you that same exact way. So you are just one of the brightest, shiniest people that I've ever gotten to meet. Um, and I know that everybody listening feels that energy as well. So you guys definitely make sure you go follow along. Carrie, do you want them to follow Gold Sheep and your personal or what do you sure. want to follow? They, okay. Yeah, they can follow. My personal's a lot of Carter and mini Gold Sheep. So if you want to watch Carter, my daughter and mini Gold Sheep, that's a lot of it. So website is goldsheepclothing.com. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys go check it out, goldsheepclothing.com. Go check out the Insta. With Christmas, I have gifted more Gold Sheep than you can possibly imagine. And people are always so happy. Yeah. And it's just like the most fun gift ever, especially now you have your baby line and all of these yeah. things. So Carrie, thank you so much for coming on. I'm sending you, you so you. much love. And you guys, until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone.